Hey guys, it's Dennis with Revog Games. I'm joined by Joshua Vayers, all the way in South Africa. And this is our weekly games podcast, the Revog Games podcast. Uh, yeah, a lot of big news, especially dropping the today. Um, big, big stuff with the whole uh, Starfield Redfall delay. We actually got some news about Sony and their potential plans. Um, Alan Wake some Elden Ring well not Elden Ring from software maybe adapting some manga anime um into some video amazing. games uh WWE is going into an RPG. an RPG yeah yeah so all that kind of good stuff oh Gotham Knights has some updates as yeah. well so let, let's start with the big one this is big because we actually predicted half of this um but yeah. the one that really surprised me was Starfield. So we had already predicted that Redfall was going to get delayed just because the lack of basically uh, any type of, you know, other than that um, that one kind of uh, cinematic trailer that they released uh, at the Game Awards last year, there was no, we haven't seen anything about it, at least with Starfield. Yeah. We had seen like, okay, here are the factions. We haven't seen gameplay, but we saw, you know, we saw a lot of a lot more activity going on with that. And then with the the showcase, the uh, Xbox slash uh, Bethesda showcase that's coming up in, I think exactly a month from today. Uh, I think it's June twelfth. Mm -hmm. Today's May twelfth. We were like, okay, that's the time they're gonna show off some gameplay, and then we're all set for that uh, November release date. Well, it looks like. That's not happening as Bethesda announced that Starfield and Redfall are going to be laid, delayed to the first half of 2023. Like I said, to me, the Redfall thing is not that big a deal. We kind of figured that was going to happen anyway. It's not, even though a lot of people are looking forward to it, as am I, it's not as big a title um, as Starfield is. Like Microsoft has put a lot of stock into this. But it being delayed, here here's the official announcement. They said, we've we made the decision to delay the launches of Redfall and Starfield to the first half of 2023. The teams of Arcane Austin, uh, in parentheses Redfall, and Bethesda Game Studios, in parentheses Starfield, have incredible ambitions for their games. And we want to ensure that you, have that you receive the best, most polished versions of them. We want to thank everyone for their excitement for Redfall and Starfield. That energy is a huge part of what inspires all of us every day and drives our own excitement for what we are creating. We can't wait to share our first deep dive into the gameplay for both Redfall and Starfield soon. Thank you for your support. Uh, so what was your initial thoughts when you first heard this news? <sighs> I mean sadness and disappointment but at the same time it's one of those things where like i think i knew in my brain that this game was going to get delayed but in my heart i was like no i have hope it's going to come out this year even though we have seen incredibly little of the game and even though that they were like it's definitely going to come out this year here's an incredibly small amount of gameplay and here's a deep dive into like some of the factions and they've told us a lot of information but everything that i've heard even recently like a month or two ago they they've been doing these like recent episodes and stuff talking about the development as i was watching this game in the development i was like okay it seems like they still have a lot to do but who knows maybe it's a snowball effect maybe they get like one thing and i don't really know the particulars of game development you know what i mean mm -hmm. i know a lot more about the marketing side and things like that but it's one of those issues where maybe it's a small snowball effect maybe they get it all done 
But I think logically, I was thinking, I was like, there's no way, no way in hell. Like, if, if this game was going to come out this year, they would have shown tr- gameplay by now, you know? Mm-hmm. Or more than just, like, a, a, a five-second clip of, like, uh, an NPC that you're going to... like, uh, a friend that you're going to have, you know what I mean? The buddy. They did show us that, like, this, I guess the spaceship a little bit and things like mm-hmm. that. But it's one of those things where in the back of my heart and mind I knew this delay was coming, but I just really <laughs> hoped that that wasn't the case. I'm not too bummed about Redfall, but I'm really bummed about Starfield. Yeah. Um... But you know, it, once again, if they need the delay, they need the delay. You know what I mean? I'm not going to complain. I don't want to. I don't want to play a, a shitty game. You know, mm-hmm. I want to play a, a finished, pol- well polished game. I don't want the game to come out and have a lot of bugs. And especially with how immersive Bethesda RPGs are, I don't want something that's going to break my immersion. You know what I mean? Like I don't mind glitches and bugs, but it's like like I don't mind things that can like. Like, for instance, like, Fallout, I think, lends itself to that world of glitches and bugs. Or even, like, Skyrim, loads of glitches and bugs, you know what I mean? But it's, like, there, it still gives the game character and it doesn't pull you out of immersion. But I feel like with a game like this where you, it's it's a lot more complicated involving space and travel and stuff like that. If you have glitches where you're, like, like I'm speculating here because I don't know if there are any glitches. I'm just saying it's one of those things. If, they had, if the game had to come out now where there's glitches where it's, like, hey, you get in your spaceship and then you fall out in the middle of space or something... Like, I, I wouldn't want to play the game, you know? So mm. I, I do hope that the delay isn't... Well, they do say it's the first half of 2023. So it's not... Yes. The, we're ex, so we're assuming it's probably like a six-month delay, um, give or take a little, maybe maybe a bit longer. But, you know, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, guesstimated half a year, you know, delay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, also disappointed as well, especially because that was the big Microsoft game pass mm-hmm. title uh you know the day yeah, and day day one day well, one probably. release that was kind of like the big we're releasing that at the end of this year that's you know this is why you subscribe to game pass you know you you want to get these so yeah i i do think they probably yeah. are heeding the warning signs of several games one being uh, Microsoft's own Halo Infinite, which, you know, got very positive reviews uh, from the outset. You know, the campaign, they didn't say it was the best, but it was. they said it was pretty good. And I played it. You know, I agree. I, agree. I love the campaign, man. And, 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 I, I love the campaign. And, and the multiplayer, from what I played, I, I quite enjoyed it. You know, I'm not... Well, the, you know, the, well, the mechanics are great. Yeah. That's the thing is I'm old school. So, like, the microtransactions and the cosmetics are nice to have things um for me it's more about just playing the game and exactly yeah. and so i'm not quite as bothered with with some of the stuff but i know that there was a lot of disappointment with that and, and i know their user base has gone down uh i'm sure it probably hopped up a little with with season two but there's also some complaints about season two but anyways the whole point being is they had delayed halo infinite by a whole year and then when it came out, all the fundamentals were there, but I guess all the kind of extra stuff that I guess people expect yeah. was not. I mean, to be honest, though, I will say the the no co op from the beginning and no forge that those are things that need to be in the initial release that they didn't, which yeah. is, is coming in August. Anyways, I th- my I, hope I, th- I figured forge would have been released with multiplayer. You know, that's yeah. what I figured, but you know who. The whole who point knows. is. The warning signs from Halo Infinite, the warning signs from Cyberpunk 2077 being, even though that was been, was delayed, um, but being released and not totally Look, ready. A, a delay during the pandemic doesn't count as a delay. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's one of those things where that's unfortunate. Everything that got delayed during the pandemic 
the delays weren't big enough. Like I, nobody was like nobody knew, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. what was going to happen in the beginning of like 2019 or whatever. Nobody knew. Like they, they, they working from home, trying to get video game developers to like work from home and then also like work with each other. It's 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 it, it, it was chaotic. So not the best. But but I'm sure you're right. They saw the warning signs with other games, other mm-hmm. studios, and they don't want that to happen to them. You know, especially not with something that they've been working on for this long. Yeah, been a long time. So this kind of lends me to believe there was. I don't know if you had read there was a leak from. Well, it was a rumored leak because it was like, I think it was either on Reddit or one of those type of sites where it was either a current uh, Bethesda developer or an ex-Bethesda developer basically spilled the beans. And they were saying the game's not ready and they, they, they didn't see how it could be ready for November. They said that the game was massive and they said the game was too massive. They said it was like yeah. too big. Uh, they said that the combat itself was only okay the state that it was in they did say like the world was fantastic they said like there was a lot of great things about the game but they were just saying like due to its size it was just the either they're gonna release an incomplete unpolished game in november or they're gonna have to delay and it looks like that that was true yeah I see that happening a lot with every time a company tries to take on a big space game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like ever since No Man's Sky, No Man's Sky, I will never forget the launch to that game and the disappointment I had. I was, I was, I was two years. I was excited for that game to come out. Never stopped thinking about it for like two years. I, I stood outside a game. I, what was it? A game? Oh my gosh, it's been so long. GameStop. A GameStop. Wow. Yeah, I forgot the word for it. Yeah, I stood outside a GameStop for like the mid, well, like the 9 p.m. release or whatever queued up with like a bunch of people like in uh, like, like east hollywood um not the best place to be queuing outside of GameStop, but hey talking to everyone and we're all excited we're like we can't wait to try this and do this and all these exciting things i played the game and it was like they had nailed the mechanics but everything was just so desolate and empty and i think that that was star citizen had the same issue like it's a great game now it's never actually going to come out of beta because they make way too much money mm-hmm. uh from keeping it in beta but it's like every time I see someone try to make like a big space game, they realize it's more than they can shoot. Like it's a lot. Like the reason why um, Outer Worlds did so well is because it's not open world. You know what I mean? You have these big it's open world. semi open world. It's like Mass Effect, exactly. right? It's like, okay, exactly. you got these big sections, but they're not all connected. Like- and even then, like the bigger sections aren't that big when you mm-hmm. compare it to like other open world maps. So that worked there. But I have a feeling that Starfield is going for open world. And we're talking like, I'm assuming it's open universe, you know? Or -hmm. like there will probably be loading screens to a certain degree. Every Bethesda game has them, whether you're going into a building or outside of a building or something. But I feel like for the most part, space the space travel, I'm assuming, is going to be open world. And that is going to be, it's a difficult thing to to combat. So if the leak of the guy, what the guy said is correct, if the the combat is so-so and okay, I can live with that if everything else is super immersive. You know what I mean? Like, an, a good example, I think, is Guardians of the Galaxy. I think the gameplay was incredibly average. Mm-hmm. But I but I played I played the crap out of the game because I was invested in the story and the banter. I was like, I need to know what happens next. I was really immersed and invested in the story. The game, like I said, I really, truly think the gameplay is so average. Well, I mean, but there's the game. They've gotten better through the years, I'll admit. Mm-hmm. But in general, like... My first, uh, you know, Bethesda game, or at least Bethesda, this type of game was uh, Fallout Three, and and yeah. yeah, the game, 
the actual combat is like, you know, you use the VAT system or whatever. It's fun because it's all slow motion. Mm. But it's all about upgrading your weapons and seeing all the cool bodies explode <laughs> into a million pieces. Exactly, but you're, yeah. But it's not, it's not an FPS shooter. You know what I mean? Like, you, you're not comparing that to... I wish that they would use Like Halo. Like Halo. Like Halo, like the gameplay mechanics are... It's a first-person shooter. Perfect. Like, you have to, you know? yeah. The, yeah, the shooting has to be perfected in a first-person shooter. With an RPG, you can be looser on. Like, I think that the shooting in Outer Worlds was ass. I think that the whole, most of the weapons in that game were ass. Like, I just went melee the whole game, you know? Oh, like, did well, you? I mean, yeah, well, the game, I also did um, an, a zero-violence playthrough. Because right? oh, you could just talk, talk your way and sneak for the most part oh. or intimidate, you know what I mean? Like, once you got your little robot buddy... Like guy, once you unlock him as an NPC, he just walks mm -hmm. around. And he's it's like it's like walking around with Superman behind you, and you talk <laughs> shit, and no one says anything because Superman's behind you. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would like like I wish that they would use the vats in this game because this because it would make it easier for them to do so. But at the same time, it would ruin the idea of like because they're going for something that's a lot more real, yes, and immersive. You know what I mean? They're not going for like quirky, weird, funny. They're going for something that's very. It looks very serious. It looks very yeah. real. And I'm looking forward to that because everything I've played that's involved the space lately has been like very over the top and not very grounded. And this seems like it's a very grounded face RPG adventure kind of thing, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I, I think we both knew the delay was coming. We just had a lot of hope. Well, you know? I mean, we I knew for I was like 90 percent sure Redfall was going to get delayed because uh, I was like, you just announced it. At least we knew about Starfield before, you know. Um, Redfall, we only found out about it last... I don't know much about Redfall, but what I do know of it, the reason why I'm not disappointed is because by the looks of things, I like have games like that that I can play right now, you know? Might not be specifically like that, but in order to, like... If I if I feel like playing a competitive like game, if I feel like playing a competitive FPS game, I'm going to play um, Valorant, you know? I'll play Valorant mm -hmm. consecutively. But with, with Starfield, it's very unique. You know, where, like... Like the closest thing to Starfield, I suppose, would be Outer Outer Worlds, and that's a, but like that's more like it's not serious. That's more quirky out there, you know, neurotic. I suppose is the best term. Yeah, I want to take a look at, because those were the two big heavy hitters. Like I said, I didn't expect Redfall to to be there, but I did. Yeah, they kind of expect Starfield. Um, what are we looking at for Microsoft Xbox? I'm talking about the whole family, right? The you know mm. the whole reason they bought it is so they could put these big big games onto Game Pass. So you can be like, okay, that's you know uh, worth it. Um, I still think Game Pass is worth it, but it's it's going to be delayed. What what do they have? Because that was like their big thing. So last year we had um, both Halo Infinite and uh, Forza Horizon Five, which to me was a great you know. Forza is uh, double People punch. Still playing it as well. Yeah, great double punch. Uh, you know, in terms of exclusive Game Pass games, uh, day one games. Now, what are we looking at for this year? I don't think there is anything. At least triple A, right? Nothing triple A. I was gonna say there's a few things coming out. Well, we got the like. I'm looking at the coming soon list, and there's a couple things that I'm looking forward to. But like, at least well, I'm on PC Game Pass right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can you can pre-install all of it right now. Like Hello Neighbor Two, Two Point Campus, and the rest I don't really care about. Well, I don't know. Match Point looks like an interesting tennis game, but no, these are all very like much smaller, smaller studios, smaller games. Yeah, I feel, I feel like, like I'm, Hello, 
I feel like Hello Neighbor 2 is technically like one of the bigger releases. Um, and that's, that's that's in December, the 5th of December. Mm. I'm, who, I'm looking forward Game to a, a, Atomic yeah. Heart. But what I'm saying is those aren't, you know, that's me. You know, I know the rest yeah. of. But I mean, is is that even coming to Game Pass, though? It is. It Do is. we know? Okay. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, because Game Pass does this thing where they'll add games without mentioning it. Like, it'll just, like, you'll just go to Game Pass and it'll be like, surprise, here's a yeah. new game. You know, and it'll be like either an indie game or it'll be like some really big game you just weren't like. That's how I felt with uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy game when it got added to Game Pass. I was like, wait, that was like that for me came out of nowhere. You it know? did come out of nowhere, but it was a pleasant surprise. I think I'm mm-hmm. I'm trying to decide what to play. Like I'm basically at the last boss of Elden Ring, so once I finish yeah. Elden Ring, you Same. and me will you and me will do the spoiler review. But then I think I, I will eventually do New Game Plus, but I'm gonna put down yeah. Elden Ring because it's just so many hours I've put into Elden Ring. You got to get into Horizon, man. You got to get into Horizon. So sure. so I have a few different choices. I have a Horizon the first one, uh the mm-hmm. not Forbidden West but uh, Zero Dawn. I yeah, have well, You technically have both you technically got both choices, but you yes. should start there. You should start yeah, yeah. there, yeah. Then I have I also just picked up Bloodborne, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is, you Great know, game. obviously off of the whole Elden Ring from Software Souls thing. Which maybe I should also delay just because it, it is so similar. It's it uh, is very similar, yeah. The Spider Man game I never finished, so that's another one that I could Wh- do. Which one, Miles Morales or Spider? No, the the original. The original. The original. Oh, it's that's that's good, dude. It's good fun. Yeah. Good little story. Yeah. You know? So I'm not very far it's in that either. It's short. Like you, you could probably finish that in a day. Like wherever you left. A day, you, dude. I finished that game in like a day and a half. How many, how many hours is that game? It's like well, it seems... you're playing all the side quests and everything. I guess it's a bit long, but the original Spider-Man, I finished it in like a day and a half. I finished it over a weekend. I know. I took my wow. time with it. On the... Okay. I borrowed like I borrowed it from a friend. He was like, "Hey, you can borrow it for the weekend." So I kind of had to finish it that weekend. Okay. But I like it wasn't like a chore. I enjoyed it. I uh-huh. binged it the weekend and I finished it. If you're just doing story missions, yeah, you can blast through it pretty quickly. I think. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm probably gonna play some of the side stuff, but yeah. Anyways, um, so. Any any last thoughts about this? I mean, it's pretty no, disappointing, it, but yeah. it's probably it's the right choice given what we've seen in games lately where re- releasing a game too early that's not finished has been very detrimental. Um, look at Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. Halo Infinite didn't suffer as... didn't get the quite the backlash that uh, Cyberpunk did, but, you know... Uh, there's one Look, more game recently that was released. I can't remember that. Just really needed uh... the extra time, the extra polish. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say this: the reason I'm not disappointed is because what if this delay is the thing that makes this game great or like a masterpiece? Because like, okay, Elden Ring is a different story because people there was a lot of people knew Elden Ring was going to be good. I don't think everyone knew it was going to be a, like a masterpiece, mm-hmm. like. Or like, you know, as this culturally relevant, like 10 years from now, people are going to be playing out. There's going to be like a 10-year edition coming out. You know, oh, for 10-year sure. anniversary. For sure. But the issue is like, there's hype around that. Like, I think, think of Skyrim. People, there was a bit of hype for Skyrim, but no one, nobody knew we were going to be playing Skyrim for like 20 years. You know what I mean? Okay, not 20. It's been 10. But still, like, we're going to be playing Skyrim for 20 years. Like, mm-hmm. maybe this delay is the thing that makes Starfield the game that comes out and makes everyone go, wow, holy shit, this is amazing, you know? And maybe this is the delay that needed to happen for that to happen. Yeah. I mean, the thing about... It's funny because in, in, in the movie world, when something gets delayed, it's like 
red flags, warning signs. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, they got to reshoot stuff. They got to fix this, re-edit this. But in games, if something gets delayed, there's an actual chance of it making it better because... Exactly, yeah. Because it's not really... You're not... I mean, you are stuck with a lot of things in terms of infrastructure that you've already built, but you can really turn things around or polish things up that you can't really do in a movie. In a movie, it's like, Mm -hmm. you already shot it, man. And, you know, little reshoots can help out here and there, but overall, it's it's not, you know. I mean, it's like, reshoots are the worst because it's like you got to match lighting, get the right, like, make sure you get the location again, got the lighting again. The the, the actor's hairstyle is different. Exactly, it's different, yeah. They could be locked into a different movie or TV show at that time. You could have filmed the the scene in winter and now it's summer, you know what I mean? There's so much shit that can happen with reshoots. Yeah, Um, so... So, yeah, like, yeah, it's it's, it's sad and disappointed, but at the same time, I'm not scared. Like, I'm not worried, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's not like this is, like, the fifth delay in a row. Like, when Cyberpunk had, like, three or four delays, Mm -hmm. I was starting to get nervous, you know what I mean? Multiple delays is worrying when it comes to a game. One delay, not too bad, you know? Even two delays can be forgiving, I think. Mm -hmm. But also, like, Bethesda is a studio that has... Like, yeah, I mean, let's... Yeah, so their last game, their last Fallout 76 game wasn't that well-received. It's pretty good to play now, like, Mm -hmm. all around. It's a good game to play now. Um, But the point is, like, I'm pretty sure Bethesda is one of those companies that's still very fondly thought of, you know? Even though their Bethesda store... Or like the pl- the place where you're doing like you're buying items like their Bethesda store thing like the in-game item that you would buy like yeah, in-game yeah. items I hate that because it's for like Gyrum and other things too now like the Creation Club that's what what it's called Creation Club thing I hate that but it doesn't make me hate Bethesda you know what I mean they just mm-hmm. had to adapt and I did like this is one of the very f- there's very few studios out there that like I still have a lot of hope and pride for and Bethesda is one of them. And I think it's the same for other people, you know? Yeah, I think they took a big hit with Fallout 76, and mm-hmm. and they kind of don't want to repeat that mistake, I think, with Starfield. But uh, at the same time, they're not Blizzard. They're not active. Like, like, like think of all these studios getting flamed with sexual harassment clauses mm-hmm. and unionization and all this stuff. And meanwhile, I haven't heard a single person come out from Bethesda and be like, Todd Howard is an asshole. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like for the most part, like, look, if no one ever comes out of a studio and says that there's anything bad happening, then chances are everything works fine there, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's move on to the next thing, which is Gotham Knights, uh, which is coming out this October on October 25th. They two things. They released this uh, Nightwing and Red Hood gameplay demo, and then secondly, they announced there will not be a PlayStation Four or Xbox One version. Which, you know, there was rumors not not this game, but remember the Jedi Fallen Order two that they were yeah. not, we're not gonna. So this kind of de- yeah, and that's coming out way that. later, right? That's yeah. coming out way Fallen, later. Fallen Order two is absolutely gonna be next gen, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but this game is coming out the end of this year, and they're already like, nope. PC, PS5, Xbox Series X slash S only. And P- um, yeah, PC day one as well. That's nice. October 25th. So we have a release date. Yeah. Yeah. So and then, arrive October what, what did you think of the gameplay demo? Uh, I'm excited for it, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I really am. That's, that, that's all I have to really say for it. Like, I watched uh, um, I watched uh, some of the, the, the newer trailer as well. Uh, the newer footage as well. Sorry. No, it looks good, man. It looks like good fun. Like, it's I've actually been thinking of, like just before they released this uh it was a few days ago when they uh, put this video out um yeah the, the, i think the 10th 
yeah. like three days ago. I it popped up on my YouTube. I checked it out. And just before that, I was thinking to myself, like, man, I kind of want to play an Arkham game. Like, and I was thinking maybe I should play, like, start from the beginning and start with mm -hmm. Arkham Asylum. But then I was like, you know what? I really want to play Arkham Knight, which I'm actually struggling to find on PC. I don't know if it ever did come to PC. And I was like, I kind of want to get back into Arkham Knight. That was, a, like, not the best Arkham game, but I never finished it. And mm -hmm. then this came out, and I was like, oh, yeah, there's a new Arkham game coming out. <laughs> I was so excited again. So I'd assume, man, October ain't that far. Like, look, it's not, like, close. But it's not uh, super far away either, you know? Yeah, I've, I've got so much on my list of games to play. So that it being October isn't... I, you know, I was really I just, looking forward yeah. to Starfield in November. But... Same. But I have more time to catch up on games. I mean... You got, yeah, you got a lot of games to catch up on, yeah. Yeah. The thing is, though, like, co-op-wise, I don't know if, who I would have to play this with. If you go to get it on PC, we could try it. I don't know yeah. what the latency will be like, uh, depending on... It depends on who hosts, whose internet mm -hmm. is better and who hosts. Um, I mean, my internet's I, I mean, pretty good, yeah. so... Yeah. Uh, so is mine. Um, the... Uh, yeah, it looks fun, man. Like, even alone, it's going to be fun. Like, I just... I, just, I, just, I love... It's, I haven't played... Here's the thing, because action-adventure... Elden Ring doesn't fall in that line of action-adventure. No. It's a Souls-like game. It's its own genre. It's a Souls-like game. I haven't played an action-adventure that I enjoyed in a while. Actually... Uh, downloaded God of War again recently because I wanted to play it and I haven't played it on like the last time I played it was 1080p like I'm playing it on like uh, 2k or technically 3k whatever quality now and it's like the P the PC graphics are insane compared to the PS4 graphics obviously <laughs> I was playing this game and I was like holy crap some of these some of the things look so real that it looks fake it's weird um, anyways I was playing that but it didn't hit the itch and I had this itch for like yeah like an action adventure kind of game like Arkham you know what I mean like any Arkham series game mm -hmm. So I'm I'm looking forward to this game coming out because I've had a particular itch for a game like this uh, that hasn't been getting scratched, you know. Nice. Yeah, I mean I don't think this one's being delayed. The Suicide Squad is is delayed till next year, which is fine. I mean yeah. they're both similar types of games, so mm. it's not like you know when you play you don't need both of them to come out in the same time. You know no. what I mean? I still think I'm more excited for the Suicide Squad game. Are you? I'm, I think I'm more excited for the Gotham Knights. Yeah, like just from what I remember, from what I saw last time, it just like pl like like plot wise as well. Like I want to see the Justice League be crazy and, and and you know, like they showed us like the Flash being all like psychotic, and I was like, yeah, mm -hmm. give me more of that. You know, it's just I think the setting I enjoy more, which is funny because when the both of those games announced, initially I was like, I am more like more excited for Arkham Knights than anything else. Mm -hmm. But then eventually, but then they, I think they dropped that gameplay trailer for uh suicide squad and i was like yeah i want i want to play this this looks like fun and i hated the movies i mm. mean the newer the newer movie was okay but i didn't i enjoyed the, peacemaker, the, new, uh, the peacemaker series was better than the movie i think i think Which, as well yeah. but i actually really did enjoy the new movie the new suicide yeah. squad but well, peacemaker again, was peacemaker better series was just peacemaker was just a great series it yes was hilarious, it's man. awesome yeah. um all right, let's move on. This one's kind of a bigger thing. It's kind of three, three in one. It's all Sony related. So, first off, um, Sony is putting three hundred million dollars more into mm -hmm. first party games, um, and they're aiming for multiple platforms. So, I believe this three hundred million is in addition to what they're already pumping. Because if it, it was yeah. three hundred million alone, they'd it'd be like, uh, okay, you can make like. It's like a drop four, in the water, man. Well, it's like you can make, what, four games or... Five, you know what I mean? Like yeah. three, four games. That's not really... 
a lot. So I think it's 300 more into into mm. uh, growing the, the, their uh, multiple. But the, the I think the bigger thing is they want to release these games multiple on platforms. multiple platforms, which we know That's is not... Big. Which, which we know is not Xbox. What it means is PC. Yeah, PC. Yes. Which is good. That's huge, that's huge for me. Yeah. It's huge for, but also, like, I'm. they don't say this here, but I'm assuming, and, and like we said, they have to do this. Like, if they want to compete in 10 years from now, they have to have day one PC, day yeah. one PlayStation. Yeah. You know? I can't be like, hey, play the game six months later on PC. Like, or, like, I mean, like I said, I'd be okay with that. But at this point, it's like, hey, like, currently what we know of, is like you're gonna get the PC version of the PlayStation game, a years later. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's usually the case. Even like way back when it was the first thing. Like I remember when Final Fantasy 15 came out. It did take about a year, year and a half for the PC version to come out. You know, because mm-hmm. uh, of opti- optimization, but also upscaling. Because because PCs at the time could out like outplay a PS4 like easy. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's it, good news. Uh, yeah. Sony's always been very serious about their like first party single player narrative experience games they're very gung-ho about that thank god because it, it's like it's needed you know like it, it in a world where every most studios are obsessed with multiplayer games and microtransactions and like it's nice to see like a big a big guy going no we're gonna keep working on single player games um and thank god i'm just i'm just glad and and, yeah. and they make the best they make the best single yeah. player games you know yeah so Good news on that front. Like I said, day one, That's that should be their goal as you, mm. if you want to compete in that area. Um, on a side note, PS5 missed their hardware sales targets by 3.3 million units, but... It's because of the shortage, though, it's right? It's because of the component shortage. It's not because of lack yeah. of people wanting people Chip want shortage. It, so. so it's, yeah. it's one is, of those is things... Is it chip shortage or graphics card related? I'm guessing chip shortage. It says component shortage, so... Uh, so we don't whatever. know. It could be either. It could be yeah. either, yeah. But hopefully that alleviates... I don't... look like, so... I'm, yeah. It I mentioned be both. That, it, could, it could literally be both. It could be chip I, and... I mentioned to you last week that Xbox Series X, not S. S has been kind of readily available for a long time now. Yeah. But X lately, I've been seeing it pop up more and more frequently available. I personally, like I, guess, I said... Microsoft makes their own chips, though, don't they? Or they have like because it's because it's Microsoft. I know that they have a closer tie-in towards PC components than Sony does. You know? Yeah, it's uh, possible. They just have, yeah. yeah, I don't think it's, it's their own chips, but I do think they have. Yeah, yeah I do like think they, they have, have tie. I mean, yeah, it's Microsoft. They've been working with this hardware for far longer than Sony mm-hmm. has. You know, um, so they've just got their ends when it comes to like. They, yeah, they just have their ends when it comes to chips. I remember like there was an article about a year or two ago. Where, where, where Xbox, Microsoft said they were not worried about the chip shortage because it won't affect them, you know, because mm. they've either already got all the chips that they need or like the next like like 100,000 consoles or more or whatever, who knows, millions, who knows how much it is. Um, but yeah, and Sony did not. Like that was the issue. Sony was like, yeah, no, the shortage is going to affect us because we don't have all those, you know, bought up and like stockpiled. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it is, it is, it is unfortunate, but it makes sense, you know, it makes sense. Oh. Yeah. Um, all right. And this is something that you had kind of uh, speculated on. And it seems and I like I put a tinfoil hat on for yeah. it, Dennis. I was like, I was like, this is the craziest guess yeah. ever. It's never going to happen. And then literally a few days later, it's like I need to put my tinfoil hat back on. It's like a, it's a normal hat now. So this is not. Yeah, this is not like from some, you know, 
total yeah, rando is, yeah. crappy makeup rumors to get clickbait traffic. This is uh, Forbes is mm-hmm. basically is, yeah. having a report that Sony could acquire Square Enix for PlayStation. And and this is something you mentioned when we were talked about the, uh, Square Enix getting rid of um, the Western uh, Studios. Yeah, the Western Studios, Crystal and Dynamics, ADIS. Yeah, Tomer, for cheap, yeah. for cheap. Sorry, if I was a billionaire, I'd be buying that. I'd be like three hundred million for that. I'd buy. Yeah. Um, you could. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, if I was Elon Musk, I'd be like, yeah, I could own Tomb Raider for three hundred million. Let's let's do it. Well, you know? it's you own Deus Ex, which didn't he say that was like his favorite game of all time or whatever? The original day. The original day. I think it's still like. I could be wrong, but I know for years his profile picture on Twitter was the Deus Ex cover art. Yeah. So like it's his favorite game of all time. I don't know why he didn't uh, buy it for three hundred million because that's a steal. Well, he did just he did just buy a lot. Well, he's of, trying to um, buy Twitter. Twitter stock. Yeah, he did to... just spend a lot of money on Twitter. Should have spent it on this. It was a better deal. Uh, man, but anyway, Bezos should have should have acquired them for Amazon Studios for that cheap, man. Yeah, literally, cheap. like Daddy Bezos, he could have like um, yeah, Amazon like like they got New World. New World is getting better, um, although a lot of players have fallen off of it. They just yeah. needed to fix the end game because the first. The first half of that game was so polished, and then the second half was just not like the end game was not polished. But they've somewhat fixed that with some recent updates. Um, yeah. So your theory about how they could be the reason that they sold them off was so that they could be sold off to Sony more that's, acquirable. Yeah. Yeah, which is that's what the reporter rumor is saying that that that's the reason they're like okay. Look, I, I they, thought I was crazy for thinking it, Dennis. I was like, I'm crazy. There's no way. That, hey, that, that that's the same when I said that Microsoft could buy Activision Blizzard. I was like, mm-hmm. call me crazy. And then I was like, okay. And then it happened. Look, you know, anyone who's watching or listening to our podcast, we make some sometimes crazy some, predictions, yeah. but we some of them come true. Investors listening to us, yeah. man. Yeah, I was gonna say we need we need a we need Wall Street to start listening to us, man. It's I, I I can't tell you how validated I feel when I saw this article. I felt so validated. I was like I felt like a crazy person a week ago when I was like I was like maybe they're selling off these huge IP for so low, because uh, it's their Western companies. Maybe they're yeah. selling it so that they're more acquirable by a Japanese company because it's easier for Sony to buy Square Enix if they're both just Japanese companies and their Western properties don't get involved and like. The fact that I was so close to being right, like I didn't hit the nail on the head, but I was so close. Like, dude, I feel so validated, but also like I literally thought I thought this was like I felt like a conspiracy theorist for thinking this. And then a few Mm -hmm. like three or four days later, an article comes out being like, no, you're absolutely right. That's probably what happened, you know? Yeah. Also huge Uh, because I've I I think like and I've said this like a year ago. I've said this. We've I've said this multiple times. Like Square Enix would be a huge acquisition for Sony. It's a, it's, it's a huge. very good pairing. I mean, they've already have a yeah. close relationship. They've already done many exclusives on Final Sony's Fantasy. Platform. Used to be Sony exclusive as well. It used to yeah. be. Used to be. Yeah. Uh, it used to, so they they've had that partnership. You know, they're in the yeah. same country, dealing with the same kind of laws and stuff and taxes and whatnot. Um, uh, it just it just makes sense, you know what I mean. And also, Square Enix has got some great IP besides Final Fantasy. They have a lot of other great IP too, you know what I mean. Um, well, I suppose a lot of it pissed was just sold off, but but they still have a lot of other good IP, you know. Um, and then yeah, who, you know, this is a little off topic, but kind of on topic. Me and my friend had this situation. Where we were like, you know, me and my friend Jonathan, we spoke about what currently our dream game would be like. And we're both huge Final Fantasy nerds. And we both said that it would be like, this is not going to happen. Like maybe in the future, one day it could happen. But we were thinking it to ourselves, like, you know who could make an amazing Final Fantasy game? 
From Software. Is if From Software just did the the game mechanics and they left the story to find the Square Enix, they're like, hey, here's Square Enix, you guys do the story. Just work on the story and nothing else. And we'll work on the actual mechanics in the world. They could make a killer game. Because that Stranger of the Paradise game that Square Enix put out, that Final Fantasy Origins game was trash. I know some people liked it, but I feel like they were paid to like it. Because I don't know a single person who isn't or like a reviewer who said it's good. All the reviewers are saying it's good, but I feel like they're paid or they're just trying to look nice because sometimes you want to look nice you know you get the embargo they give you a review code you want to give a good review so that you keep getting review codes i get how it works but um it's just i don't know i thought the game was terrible like Mm -hmm. especially after playing alden ring you know trying to play final fantasy tried to make their own souls like game it was trash it was horrible but yeah that's in like if it ever happens my dream team up would be a square enix from software collab on something like that would be my dream collab cool uh yeah, so a lot of things moving along for Sony. Um, they still have God of War, uh, Ragnarok coming out at the end of this mm-hmm. year. Supp- and then, supposedly, supposedly, and they said that there's not going to be a delay. They're very yeah adamant yeah. About that. I wonder when their next state of play is. So with Microsoft and Bethesda, they're doing that June twelfth one to basically, even though there's no E three this year, it's to mm. coincide with that E three time period. And I'm sure yeah. a lot of people will follow suit. I'm wondering when Sony is going to make uh, their... I could be wrong, but it's usually around June or July that they do their own state of play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll see. All right, uh, this next piece of news I'm very, very excited about, which is that Alan Wake, uh, there's a TV show in development uh, at yeah, AMC. I'm, I'm also excited for this, yeah. Um, so I'm a big Alan Wake fan and before the game had actually come out they had released um, basically a prequel web series uh, called Bright Falls and mm. they had released it both on the Xbox because at that time Alan Wake was an Xbox exclusive so they released it on the Xbox had their own kind of like TV thing going on. They don't have it anymore, yeah. but they said they did mode. as well. Yeah. And then they got rid of it. It was like PlayStation View. And I'm not going to lie, they actually had some good originals on there, mm-hmm. but it wasn't enough. Like they did, they did their own like superhero show that reminds, it was kind of like, well, it's not kind of like The Boys, but it was like the first superhero show I saw that was gritty and like not like, hey, I'm a superhero. Look at me being majestic. You know, it was more like the gritty side of being a superhero. Mm-hmm. And it was a cool, uh, I think it was called Supers. I could be wrong. I thought it was a cool series, um, but once again, like they never made more of it because the point of it was to make that show, get people to join PlayStation yeah. View, and then keep watching it. You know what I mean? But there just wasn't enough content on there, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. You need lots. You need a huge library, and you need ongoing content, which is exactly, you know, yeah. Netflix does that. But the problem is they now have hit a a big wall, you know, because like they're spending too much money. And not getting enough return in terms yeah. of subscribers. So, well, a lot of people in the, in the market have been saying that for a while. I still remember when I was studying um, my bachelor's uh, for for film. Mm-hmm. We had a guy come in who worked in the industry um, as like a, I forget I forget what the term is. It was one of those complicated cases of like a script supervisor, but not a script supervisor. I don't know something like that. And he explained to us in great detail on how Netflix is technically bankrupt. Like, and this was years ago. You know what I mean? And like how they're overproducing and under like like underselling and how eventually they're going to hit like a bottle or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the market. Yeah. 
Netflix that, knew as well. Like you have yeah, to run yeah. at a loss until you can make a profit. You know. Yeah, that's how Amazon did it. That's just yeah. Well, I mean, Amazon also got bailed out. Daddy Be- Bezos's parents bailed him out. Like, what was it? He started Amazon, and then two years later, the company was gonna go bankrupt, and then his parents bailed him out with like a couple hundred thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. But so even after that, that support too. After even that, after exactly, that, even after was, that, still, yeah, they were still losing loss, money. Man. Yeah, I look going back to the Alan Wake uh, TV show just makes sense. Yeah, like perfect. I think we said it before. Like this is one of those things where there you can't screw it up. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not like there is a, a cartoon sidekick or something goofy that you got to try to work with. Like this is all like it, it's like it's going to be eerie, creepy thriller. It's perfect for TV. It's perfect for TV. Yeah, it's made you know? like like I said that that prequel web series. If you, I think it's still on YouTube. If you want to watch it, it's called Bright Falls. Very mm-hmm. well done. I mean, they're short, like seven minute, eight minute episodes, and I think there's four or five, maybe six of them. But it shows you the tone of it. Um, it actually doesn't star Alan Wake. It stars the the town that he goes to, um, but it's like someone else who goes there. Um, but uh, anyways, yeah, the mood is well, that, you know yeah, Alan Wake cool. is very inspired by Twin Peaks, um, though it, I think the tone is 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 more serious. Where Twin Peaks has a very surrealistic, uh, has a quirky Almost tone Twilight to it, Zony kind of feel, and yeah. a quirky tone to it. Where Alan Wake yeah. is a little more serious. Um, but still, uh, it definitely lends itself. Like when you, when you play the the original, it's divided into episodes. It's like episode one, mm. two, three, four, five, six, or whatever. And so it's it's very episodic, cinematic in a television type of way. So the fact that AMC bought the rights for it, I think is, uh, I think it's a good well, match. I yeah, think it's a good it, match. It is. Also, like we said, it's one of those movies where. Look, it's one of those TV. Sorry, it's one of those IPs. If you're gonna do this as a TV show, it's really as long as you hire a good director, it's gonna get made properly. You know what I mean? Like, um, there are moments like I think that what was it? There was a movie. It was either a movie or a TV show. I feel like it was a Resident Evil TV show or something that I watched where it was like half the time the shots looked amazing and the other half the time the shots looked bad. And they weren't like zombie shots. They were like normal film shots that you should have been you should be nailing as a director like normal shots i think you're the thinking of the latest resident evil movie i think it was that yeah i was like it was like there, like there were parts that looked great and then there were parts that looked like a student film that like it was like a student film you mm-hmm. know what i mean and it's not like hey like oh they struggle like it's just it's like basics that we're getting off you know what i mean so once again as long as they hire a good director who doesn't mess up the basics because this like it's 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 a sh- it's the game's about lighting you know what i mean like that's what it's going to be. Like lighting will make or break the TV show, and as long as you got someone good on lights and you got a good director, I, I, it's yeah, it's. I think it's going to be difficult for them to screw it up. You know, what's what's also going to make and break it is who they hire for the lead. But like you said, it's not going to be Alan Wake, so they have freedom there. Um. Uh, so let's see here. Um. Yeah. So they. I guess they've been trying to make this series since 2018, but it's finally. Mm finally happening with now with a the fact le- that they're with yeah. a legitimate network that's actually producing it you yeah. know the fact that they're not using alan wake and they're just setting it in the like the village it's also great marketing for the games because it's like hey we're not telling you any story from alan wake one or alan wake two. Oh, i don't so know i don't know exactly with, yeah. what they're doing with the series i now i was saying that the the prequel was uh didn't have alan wake oh, the in prequel it. This, was that yeah, okay yeah. well in this the most case they probably yeah this probably will have alan wake in it They'll probably do the first game as a movie. Or, That's as a, well, my yeah, guess. The story of the first game, yeah. Uh, to be frank, I 
even though I'm super excited for the second game, which we know little about. Um, yeah. I don't know what the story is. It doesn't seem to be set in the same place. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, and from what we saw in that announcement trailer for Alan Wake 2, he looks a lot more, like, sinister. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he looks a little crazy, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, and they also said, uh, on a side note to this, that they don't plan on giving a trailer or demo anytime soon. Um, they said yeah. that that takes a lot of effort, and so they don't want to take away from development. So yeah. don't expect anything like at the showcase for at let's say Xbox showcase they're not going to show off, yeah. especially anything. if they are working on multiplayer for Control, which I think is is that a rumor or is that an announcement? No, no, that's that's true. Um, so that's true, uh, yeah. so yeah, Control's so their, hands are, their hands are full. Yeah. So Control's the publisher, Five Hundred Five Games, is having their first digital showcase actually next week, next next yeah. Tuesday. And they're going to show off some stuff. And I think one of the things that they're hoping to see is that uh, Control multiplayer spinoff, which should be interesting. Yeah, multiplayer spinoff already yeah. in the works. Oh, it's a spinoff. It's not like an update or something. Okay. It's not yeah. like a, a DLC. It's, it's I, a Yeah, I think it's a whole separate game. But using yeah. that universe and the, probably the gameplay mechanics, you know. Okay, so that yeah, their hands are pretty full. That's why they can't. Yeah, it makes sense. So that's why they can't give us like another trailer or anything. Yeah, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Uh, they did. Oh, yeah, show... and they're working on that dark fantasy RPG. They're working on like I forgot that they they're working on their own RPG as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, what what else was I gonna say? Oh, they they also released an Alan Wake two concept art, but it's just yeah, they're very dim lit, dimly lit scene where Alan Wake is on a payphone, which is like. Where you do where do you find payphones in, in uh, today's day and age? It's uh, mm. very hard to find. I, dude, you tell me, man. I was gonna say I haven't seen a payphone even in my country, where we're like still a third world country. I don't see payphones here, man. They're all gone. Yeah. Um. All right. Supposedly uh, you still get them. Supposedly you still get them in the UK, but they've mm -hmm. been like refitted instead of being. Um, Instead of having phones like the phone boxes, they've repurposed into like uh, I, it was the craziest thing I saw. It was um, a def defibrillator. Oh, it was like an oh. emergency, like tucked away defibrillator in case like paramedics needed nearby or something. Hmm. Or like I thought that's a cool way to like repurpose old pay phones mm. or something. If you like get rid of most of them, but then leave some of them as like an SOS mm. thing or something. Emergencies. But yeah. Yeah. Control. Uh, okay, I'm looking forward to the showcase next week. In that case, because I'm more excited to see what they're going to uh, talk about this RPG of theirs. We will have more news on that next week, I suppose. Yeah. Um, all right. Moving on. This article is about... This is interesting. So apparently, Elden Ring developer From Software, which is owned by uh, Kadokawa Corporation, which is a huge yeah. Japanese company. Kadokawa. That, yeah. It's also they do animate like which yeah. makes sense we're about to talk about Kado like i didn't actually know that they're owned by kadokawa when you said that i was like dude that's like they make well they, I mean, well, they don't make but they distribute and produce some really good anime yeah and so apparently in a earnings call they, they reveal the potentially having from software work on video game adaptations of some famous anime and manga so 
I, I don't know how to feel. I, I think you're much more excited about this than oh, I am. So okay, you you talk about all your excitement, and I'll tell you why I'm a little apprehensive. Here's why I'm excited. At the end of the day, it's from software. They are not going to choose to make something that they aren't don't have the capabilities of making. Like if if Katakawa was like, hey, we want you to make a super cutesy anime game. Cut like cuddly RPG. They're gonna be like, no, we're we'll if we're like if they do this, it's gonna be the like the more darker, adult kind of orientated um, games. You know what I mean? Like I, like they're not gonna do like for instance like they're not gonna do Cowboy Bebop. They wouldn't mm -hmm. like that's that's space related. Uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion they could do. I mean it is it it's, it involves mechs, but the, the theme and tone is dark enough for them to be able to play around with that. Um, I don't think it'll be that. If anything, look if there was if there was one game that From Software could make. And I know that they want to make it is a berserk game mm -hmm. because as we saw in Elden Ring, there's a berserk, uh, there's the berserk sword. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of uh, uh, like Easter eggs for berserk, and they even said that a lot of areas in Elden Ring were inspired by berserk. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. they, they've taken a lot of inspiration about that. So from the people at From Software, they're a big fan of berserk. Uh, getting the the rights to do that game is difficult because I believe the guy passed away recently or like a couple months yeah. ago, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, the, but I'm sure somebody now owns the IP and they'd have to make a deal with them. But it's, if we're talking about Kadokawa, uh, uh, like their IP, it's tricky. I'm excited for it, but the reason why I'm excited for it is because, like I said, I know that they're from software is not going to like make something that they can't make. They're not going to be like, hey, let's like this is not what they're going to do. But this is a bad example. But they're not going to be like, hey, let's make an FPS game, even though we've never ever made an FPS game before. Like they're just, I just don't see them doing that. They're going to make a Souls-like game. And they're gonna make it a more. They're gonna be used. I suppose they're gonna be making it more along the lines of anime. But what are they saying here? They are. Um, the corporation is planning to adapt some of its manga. So it could not even be an anime. It could also be a manga, which is great. Yeah. Into video games from software listed as one of the game as a potential. Resources, yeah, as a potential. potential. I, I guess for me, I personally think you know with with the way that from software works and how they. You know, they work on their own original IP and they, you know, have everyone working on, you know, one big project at a time. I just, I don't see how adapting a, a different property really fits mm -hmm. into what they do. I guess that's my whole thing is like, you know, I'm looking for, look, I know a lot of people are like, oh, there's not going to be an Elden Ring 2, but there may be. A spiritual successor to Elden Ring, yeah. like another Souls game well, it, that's in an open world. The, yeah. They're all Whatever. technically tied together. Like, like Elden Ring is essentially a spiritual successor to Dark Souls. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, that's the best way of looking at it. It's a spiritual successor. Dark Souls. There will be more Dark Souls games, and they're not going to be like Elden Ring. They're not going to have summons. They're not going to have a horse. It's mm. going to be Dark Souls. You know what I mean? But, uh, but still, it was a, it was the next. It's still in the next series, even though the like. There's no tie-ins. It's mm -hmm. still considered the next series. Kind of like, and this is, maybe nobody knows what the hell I'm talking about, but kind of like the Cornetto trilogy. You know the Cornetto trilogy? Yes, yes. Like, yeah, uh, so like those movies have nothing to do with each other. Shaun the of the Dead, uh, yeah. was it Hot Fuzz, um, Hot Fuzz and, and End of the World. At World's End? At, at World's, World's End, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which was the, like the only thing tying those movies together is a Cornetto, an ice cream. But besides well, that, and the two main actors, and the two main, and the two actors. main actors, yeah. yeah. But I suppose that's the same with From Software, like games like, like Bloodborne, Dark Souls, Elden Ring. They're all the same game. And the people might crucify me for saying that, but they are 
like within that same like realm. Yeah, I mean the I mean? gameplay mechanics are very very similar. You see yeah. that uh, there's uh, you know I mean it's funny because when I look at like some of the older games because I am not a Souls you know player and I look at some of those screenshots or videos of the old games and I'm like oh that interface is exactly the same as Elden Ring. Yeah. Elden Ring is just a more updated version. That's all. Mm-hmm. And okay, so going back to this topic though, uh, looking at their like. People are saying, speculating Neon Genesis Evangelion. Like, as much as I would love a game for, like that, I don't think that they would do that because it is does involve giant mechs, mm-hmm. and it's like they're not in giant mechs all the time. So it's like if if they had to focus on making the the the, the gameplay for the mechs great, then mm-hmm. it's like making the gameplay for walk. I don't know. It doesn't. Anyways, it just doesn't make sense to me. But something like Sword Art Online, for instance, which is literally an anime about a game. Which is it's, it's literally an anime about a virtual reality MMORPG. You know what I mean? That would make sense. An anime about a game turned into a game makes sense. There have been a lot of Sword Art Online games, and they suck. They all suck. Every single one of them sucks. <laughs> I've played them, and they all they're all ass. So if they did like the original Sword Art Online series, that could be cool. Um, but here's the thing: the, the thing to remember here is that they are also they're saying they're only looking at them. What they're most likely going to do is uh, they're going to use the guy that did Jump Force. Um, alongside Spike Chun, uh, yeah, Spike Chunsoft, I could be saying that wrong, the guy that worked on Jump Force, and uh, Gotcha Gotcha Games, which is the people that made RPG Maker, they do more like 8-bit 2D kind of games, like super old school, almost like Final Fantasy 1, 2, 3, that kind of style games. So they could also be looking into doing those types of games. Like, I don't know why else they would um, refer to the Gotcha Gotcha Games guy. Um, Jump Force was, ama- was an amazing like third person fighter mm-hmm. th- like three per- it's, it's, it's like a it's like a it's kind of like i guess the closest thing you can relate it to is marvel versus capcom but uh, in terms of how it plays like it's you get three people on your team three people on the other team and you fight each other and also it's um like capcom versus marvel was exactly that was jump force was just all the anime anything that's shown in jump owned as an ip it was just all characters from different animes fighting each other goku luffy mm-hmm. uh, you know what i mean ichigo from bleach so that's cool. I like I'm optimistic about this, but like I said, the reason I'm mainly optimistic about this is because I also know for a fact that From Software isn't gonna like they're not gonna make Genshin Impact. They're mm-hmm. not gonna make some like cutesy little like Legend of Zelda kind of looking like game. They're good like if they are gonna choose it a manga or an anime, it's gonna have to be something that fits within the realm of dark fantasy, you know? Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of animes that are in that realm. So and manga that's in that realm, and I think they'll do that. But what my worry is, is that if Kadokawa, they're the parent corporation, if they pressure them to make a game, it's probably going to have to be something that's more fresh or like newer IP. They're either going to take something something classic from the 80s and 90s and do a masterpiece, or they're going to be like, hey, we need you to make a, a game about this anime that just came out, and the anime mm-hmm. sucks, and the game's going to suck, you know? That's mm-hmm. my worry. I, I hope that they don't pressure them to make a game that they don't want to make. It's got to be something where it's like, hey... We want you to make an anime game. And then From Software is like, well, show us the list of choices. Because they have a huge, like, think about Kadokawa has it. They have a huge list of, like, not just manga and anime. If you put all the manga and anime together, it'll be a huge list of hundreds, you know. And I'm sure at From Software, if they had, if they got access to that list, they can be like, this anime or this mm-hmm. manga. We can do those. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, uh, but right. I am excited for it. Uh, we'll see. And also, remember, this was just kind of a kind of thrown out there it doesn't mean that's yeah, actually rumor, happening yeah. it's just like hey this is one of our resources that we can use and i bet you yeah. I, i'm telling you 
they probably said that, and I bet you people from software are like, what? Like, they had no yeah, idea. They, they definitely are. Oh, they definitely are. They, they were like, they're, they're what puzzled. are you talking about? But, you know, whoever said that is like, oh, like one of those people that are high up in the, in the, um, yeah. in the, in the company and was like, yeah, yeah, we can just use, you know, <laughs> like from software. It's like, what, do we, what are you talking about? So, yeah, like I, I said, from of, software, they would, they'd probably sell their leg to do a Berserk game. Mm-hmm. But other animes and manga, I'm sure that they're like, but, yeah, you know, um, iffy about. But if 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 the choice was Berserk, if they had that choice, they would they would jump on that. Mm-hmm. I know that they would. They would literally jump on making that game, and it would work so well because Berserk is a very dark fantasy game. Like mm-hmm. it's very dark fantasy. It's like, and it's very heavy tones involving like rape and murder and like mm-hmm. it's like it's like brutal. You know, it wasn't not an anime for kids. Um, so yeah, like I would love to see that. Um, I just like the idea from software, like using other IPs or like making other like IPs. Like, like I said, my dream would be from software made a Final Fantasy game. Mm-hmm. If Square Enix made the story, because sometimes like the Final Fantasy games kind of suck, but the stories are great. The stories are always great. Like they they nail the story every time. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. So moving on, this one's interesting. Um, <laughs> WWE yeah, has, what, yeah, has. This is weird, man. <laughs> It is, but at the same time, when I read it, it kind of makes sense. So WWE has signed on to make an RPG, uh, like a wrestling mm-hmm. role-playing game. So, you know, they obviously there's the WWE games, right? The ones that you play yeah. where it's actual and like those wrestling. Those are super fun with friends, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, and then, but this is supposed to be kind of an RPG thing. Apparently, you know, they've done... You know, Stephanie McMahon, which is Vince McMahon's daughter, is their chief brand manager. And she's saying that 80% of their audience are video gamers. So 80% of people who watch wrestling, or at least WWE, are video gamers. So why not make something that appeals to your already existing fan base and make something (laughs) off of that? Um, So I will say, actually, having played a lot of WWE games as a kid, looking back, like one of my favorite WWE games was kind of the RPG mechanic, like there was an RPG mechanics to it, but there was this thing where it's like, it's a lot like UFC, where it's like you make your own fighter, you know what I yeah. mean? WWE always has this thing where you can create your own wrestler, but yeah. then like a lot of the, I don't know if the newer games do this, but the older WWE games did a thing where it's like, you have your guy on your way to becoming like, getting the belt, you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's things where it's like, in between matches, you can walk around like the arena and go talk to other people. And mm-hmm. so they had done like i wouldn't say they've made an rpg but they had like those kinds of mechanics in their older Elements, games where it's yeah. okay you can make a wrestler your wrestler can walk around the uh the area you can go talk to vince mcmahon you know what i mean you can go you can have fights in the back room or whatever so there is that so it would be cool like i guess it actually would be like I th- when i first read this i thought that's so weird but at the same time i think i would actually play it i think i'd enjoy it because the thing i enjoyed the most about ufc is the is creating your own fighter and then making him like the world heavyweight champion like i love doing that in ufc mm-hmm. you know so if they can do that with like re- i'm not the biggest fan of wrestling but i do like the idea of like adding rpg mechanics to it you know what i mean and, and it could work it's like back when people thought hey let's take farming sims and add rpg mechanics to it and now it's like normal like most farming sims have rpg mechanics like they go hand in hand you know mm-hmm. like Harvest Moon was the original uh, back on the the Game Boy. Now it's like Stardew Valley is huge, you know. Um, yeah, so I'm interested. So yeah. One when I watched, I think it could work. Yeah, there's so I watched uh, 
WWE. It was called WWF when I was younger. Uh, yeah, during oh, the Hulk, yeah, WWF dur- man. During the Hulk Hogan and uh, Ultimate Warrior days, and uh, you know, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. So I, was, I watched yeah. it then, oh, and then I kind of Macho Man. Randy and then Savage. I kind of fell off, and then I got back into it in college when it was um, the whole Ray The Mysterio. Rock. No, The yeah. Rock and Steve Austin. John. No. Mankind, uh, 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 uh. you know, Undertaker, that that era. The Undertaker, yo, yeah. when he came back from the dead, man. So, that was crazy. but but after that, I you know, I I haven't watched it since. Um, but when I did watch it, it wasn't. Even though wrestling's cool, it was always about the story, right? It was a story, right? Mm-hmm. Of, of like the characters that they were playing and the storylines. Yeah, like the Undertaker, man, that was yeah. a great story. The Undertaker had like a great arc, if you think about yeah. it. Yeah, you know. So you know. If they can make an RPG that that kind of captures that type of stuff with it, uh, I think that would be yeah. really cool. I mean, obviously, like, you want I some would, sort of combat mo- mechanics. I would like, yeah, I would like it. multiple paths. You know what I mean? Multiple endings, kind of mm-hmm. like like that kind of game, kind of like Outer Worlds, where it's like, hey, you could have a good ending. You could be the good guy or the bad guy, and your ending will change depending on how you play mm-hmm. it and stuff like that. The alliances you make and stuff. I think it could be quite cool. I like the idea of it. Yeah, so I'm interested. I'll, I'll, you know, keep an eye on that. Um, this one is my last thing. I'm sure you have some stuff, but mm. this is uh, the Dead Space remake has an official release date now, which is January 27th, uh, 2023. They also released some concept art uh, for it, which is kind of interesting to think of. Like, it's a remake, so it's like they're doing concept art for a game that already exists, but because mm-hmm. they're remaking it, they're like they have new looks and feels to it so it's it's always it's always interesting um but yeah uh we got a date and uh you know we've already seen some footage looks good and yeah um i I remember i played the original i i don't think i finished it um but i i did have fun with it Mm. i'm just hoping with this remake that that you know it's set in this one place so it's a little hard but but they can hopefully do it based on some of this concept art is to kind of freshen up the looks so that it doesn't look too samey, you know? Yeah. Here's the thing. Just because before they even announced this, I watched like an, uh, like a, like an hour and a half, two hour long podcast with the original creator of Dead Space mm-hmm. saying how badly he wants to make a remake. And he was talking about the things he would do if he made a remake. And that's how I know that this game's going to scare the shit out of me. <laughs> Like, like the way, like, like listening to this guy for an hour talk about, like, so we, did, like, literally, like, reinventing the jump scare. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, like he did, th- like, they did some really out there things in the way that they tackled the game and try to make it as scary and as suspenseful as possible. Like, just the way the guy described how he made the first game and how he thought about it, the guy's mind scares me. So, mm-hmm. the fact that he's working on the like a, a re, it's not a reboot, it's a remake. He's gonna take all the things that he uh, he did good, and he's just gonna perfect them. So everything that was scary is still gonna happen, but it's gonna be scarier, you know. So, like the I, the sound design is probably gonna be way better, you know. Um, here's the thing: I played Dead Space one, two, and three. I think I played Dead Space two the most because it had co-op, and like it's it's obviously less scary with a friend, you know. It's still scary, but it's less scary when you're with a friend. And those games used to scare the crap out of me because of the jump scares. Now you play them, and they're like even with the jump scares, they're not as scary because They've, they're dated, you know what I mean? The mm-hmm. graphics aren't good. The sound engineering is not that good. You're used to much better quality of things. So I'm really happy to see the concept art because I'm like, yes, 
Like, like none of, like everything here looks creepy, and it's like not that scary to look at. But when you're in a dark, dark spaceship in the middle of nowhere and it's quiet, and one of these things jump out in front of you, you are gonna scream. You like you will, you you will scream. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. And I'm also glad that, like I said, like a long time ago, I watched this huge podcast about this guy saying he would so much like he he really wants to make another dead space game or make a remake and here we are and he's doing it so good for him i'm happy for him you know yeah um all right uh what do you got that's that's it for my list of stuff i think i mentioned this last time but i'll mention it again uh g4 yeah I, i did mention it last time but yeah geforce now subscribers can stream cloud games in 4k on windows and mac if mm-hmm. your internet can handle it, because you'll be essentially on their their servers are running uh, an RTX 3080, essentially. So you're like getting RTX 3080 quality gameplay mm-hmm. as long as once again as long as your internet can handle it. Um, so that's cool. Um, I don't know if I th- once again don't know if we spoke about this or not, but Ian McGregor hinted at an Obi Wan Kenobi and Jedi Fallen Order connection. So we might see some connections there, which I think is interesting because like like because. Fallen Order is canon. Like, we know that's canon. You know what I mean? Um, like, they said so when the game came out. They're like, hey, this is canon. Everything that's mm-hmm. happening in the story right now is canon. It's in the story. So maybe we'll see some repercussions of what happened in Fallen Order in the Ian McGregor Obi-Wan Kenobi show, which I think will be quite interesting. Uh, let me get the exact quote here to make sure. Yeah, I really knows their stuff. Uh all of the storylines have to match up. Can't have some fact in a video game that doesn't match up to the movie. That was the quote. You know what I mean? Which means that on set, there probably was an issue where like, hey, this happened in the video game, so we have to make sure that it... So most likely, that's going to happen. Um, thought that was maybe fun to interesting to bring up. Uh, Phil Spencer responds to the Starfield and Redfall de- uh, delay. Because um, obviously, like, Phil Spencer wasn't the person who decided the game gets delayed. They were just the parent company. Um, well, they have decisions. to sign. They have to sign off on it, though. I mean, he does exactly. Have to be so like, he okay. put he put out in a tweet. Uh, These decisions are hard on teams making the games and our fans. While I fully support giving te- uh, teams time to release these great games when they are ready, we hear the feedback. Delivering quality and consistency is expected. We will continue to work to better meet those expectations. So, all in all. He didn't say anything. <laughs> it was the most corporate jargon lingo of him being like, hey, I understand you guys are bummed about the, the delay, but it's happening anyways. Deal with mm-hmm. it, you know? It was, it was the most, uh, to, uh, per my email, you know what I mean? It's the most office talk thing I've ever seen. Uh, Dead Space, re- uh, again, we, we spoke about this. Yeah, they got, we got the release date. Did we mention the release date? Yep. Uh, January, yeah, 27th. January 27th. January 27th, 2023. Um, looking forward to that. And is yeah a bunch of the concept oh, the concept art does look good though. Um, this is more like a rumor slash not rumor, but there might be a Mass Effect Five in the works because uh, apparently the Bioware store had like a listing for it, but then they or like there was a reference to it, and then they deleted the reference. Well, they're working that new Mass Effect game, but they don't know. Yeah. We don't know what it's called and who. We there was a plot she- synopsis. In yeah, the like we of didn't a Mass know. Effect Five poster. I guess there was one that that had Shepard's name in it, and then there yeah, it hasn't so been like confirmed that coming she, back. Yeah, yeah, they don't know. 
I think, that, look, the fact that they deleted the reference and they didn't say anything, they weren't like, hey, we deleted this because we didn't want you guys to be confused. The fact that they deleted it and didn't say anything makes me think it's true. Like, mm-hmm. Shepard's going to return, you know what I mean? Uh, which makes sense. Also, like, if, if you had people who just bought the remaster and play that, they just fell in love with the game for the first time, they're going to mm-hmm. want Shepard to return, you know? Makes sense. Um, oh, and some people got confused because... I think we mentioned this. I know that we said, okay, we did say Gotham Knights is co-op. Some people were speculating it was four-player co-op because on the PlayStation Store, there was a listing. Um, yeah, there was a listing that says uh, up to four players, but they uh, they fixed that. That is not, it's not going to happen. It's not, not yeah. four-player co-op. Yeah, that's only two-player co-op. Yeah. Doesn't sound right. Um, but yeah, it was just like a false listing on the, it was like one of the tags attached to like the P, on the PS uh, Store. And then uh, let's see. Uh, we got we covered Gotham Knight. Um, oh, I watched this and I'm actually excited for it. Uh, I don't know if did you watch American Vandal? It was no. the uh, no. Was like, was I, like I know a, what you're talking about. Yeah, it was like a parody of Making a Murderer, but instead it's like trying to figure out who was this guy in the co- in the high school that spray painted a dick on all the cars and. But it was like a very serious. I was hooked to the show because of the way they film it. They were making fun of how to make a murderer, but at the same time, they showed you like how addictive that format is. It's like, hey, we can make we can make a show about finding uh, a, a, a guy who spray paints dicks on cars. We can make that interesting and investing just using the same format, and it works. Anyways, that, that's not what we're here to talk about. Mm-hmm. Their next thing, and I, I was wondering if they were going to make a third American Vandal season, but they didn't. They were working on their own thing. They said it was going to be a, an esports mockumentary, and the trailer just came out, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I just thought I should mention that, so... If you, uh, um, it's it is video game related because it's a, an esports mockumentary. But yeah, they have their own esports team, and it just it looks so it looks funny, man. I'm looking forward to this. It, it actually genuinely looks funny. To win it all, they will need their prod- prodigy, a 17 year old rookie, and their 27 year old veteran to put their egos aside and work together. That's like the little tagline. I think it's hilarious because it's so true. Like when you when you think of esport like teams it usually is like a couple 14 year olds a couple like guys in their 30s and then it's just like they got to work together you know Mm -hmm. it's kind of comedic and someone's mom's probably involved you know got to make sure their little esport players doing all right um i'm looking forward to that it looked really funny this is a red flag for me uh ea is making a lord of the rings mobile game i think that's a red flag because i don't know how they would do it like like look what uh, I know Blizzard just announced, and it does, I'm not going to lie, Blizzard, the game Blizzard announced on mobile for Warcraft actually does look like fun, but mm-hmm. it also looks like it has nothing to do with Warcraft. Like, yeah. they're just using the IP and the characters. That the gameplay is a more lot. like, the gameplay is more like Clash Royale, from what I could see. Rather than it being like an, an RTS, it's just, yeah, it's like Clash Royale with, uh, not the exact same game, but very similar, you know what I mean? So I have no idea what this Lord of the Rings mobile game is going to be. I'm assuming right off the bat it's going to be something similar to Raid Shadow Legends, you know? Um, Just yeah, not a, a mobile yeah, gamer. Uh, and... Free-to-play free collectible RPG. It's 100% yeah. going to be like a Raid Shadow Legends yeah. kind of thing. I'm just it's not just, a mobile yeah, game yeah. player. And... I mean, look, I play mobile games, but it's like most of them are just copies of each other. And sometimes the secondhand, like, knockoff copy of the game is usually better, you know? But, like, in my opinion, mobile games, some people might disagree with me on this, but in my opinion, the best mobile games are the ones you play for, like, 10 minutes max, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you, like you, you're there for, you're there, like, to play it while you're pooping or something. And then maybe you'll ca- keep playing when you're done pooping for a bit, but then you'll put your phone down and carry on with life, you know? And I think those are the best, like, I think, what was it, 2019's 
game of the year on the Google Play Store was Arch Hero. And I love that game because it's a roguelite. It's a roguelike on your phone. And the way the game works is that you're you're controlling the character with your thumb. And every time you stop moving, that's when they shoot. And it auto-aims. So you don't have to aim at anything. You just have to evade, let go, shoot, evade, let go, shoot. And it worked really... It was... It was, it's an, surprisingly, it was an addictive game, but because it was the first proper roguelike game on a mobile game. But even then, like the gameplay works in a way where it's like you're playing for five to ten minutes maybe, you know? So, yeah, it's just... I don't know. It's a red flag. I, I haven't heard any backlash from it yet, but I'm pretty sure there will be. I think they're just trying to cash in on the hype from the TV show coming out. Um, Final Fantasy did that with Final Fantasy 15 when the game came out. They tried to capitalize on the hype because there was a movie attached to it as well. And so there was the movie came out, the game came out, and they were like, hey, we also have a mobile game, which was ass. It was a horrible mobile game. Um, so most likely they're just trying to capitalize on the TV show coming out and then trying to make some of those microtransactions money. So I think it's going to be a very rushed, shitty game. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is something that I found very interesting. Uh, because I like I, I I did mention that I haven't, and actually I think I watched a Game Ranks video about it. How like we haven't heard anything about this, which is not since the trailer, like Final Fantasy sixteen. We there was a trailer, there was like a gameplay trailer and what they were working on, but we haven't heard anything since then. But supposedly there is a finished trailer, but it's delayed due to various circumstances. But there is a finished trailer out there of Final Fantasy sixteen. So hopefully we're going to see it soon because I do think it's been a while. Um, here they say, we have fin- we have a finished trailer, but due to various circumstances, its release has been a bit delayed. Um, I reckon it'll be coming out very soon, though. So we, we are going to see it soon. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I- hopefully we get some more details from it. Um, I do think it has just been a-, a case of like, they are obviously more concerned with their moneymaker, which is Final Fantasy XIV, you know, and that expansion that came out recently. Uh, well, not too recent, but they still got to make sure that things run smoothly, you know? Um, it's just weird that we haven't seen or heard anything about Final Fantasy 16 in so long. So I'm happy that the trailer is coming out, but I'm just wondering... I'm I'm just wondering what these various circumstances... If, if the trailer is done, what is the various... What, what circumstance could possibly be there to, like, stop you from putting out the trailer that's ready and finished? Like, they, they're, they're like, yeah, we have a trailer. It's done. It's ready. Good to go. So what's... So what's this, this? I don't get it. I don't know what the circumstance. Well, then again, this article did come out before the acquisition news that we heard. So maybe that's the very maybe mm-hmm. that's the circumstance. Maybe they're maybe they're more worried about maybe that trailer is going to be shown off at the Sony State of Play when they announce they buy yeah. Square Enix. Um, that's a good. You got a good point because it's like I can't think of any reason as to why the hell they wouldn't. If the tra- if the trailer is ready, Dennis, why are they not putting it out? It's if gonna they be the have la- one. Good to go. It's, it's gonna be yeah. the last trailer they play at the end of the state of play, and then they'll be like, "By the way, like, we bought Square Enix. Welcome Square yeah. Enix to the family." You know, it's it's got to like. I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense to me because I know that they're busy with other stuff. But once again, like being busy with other stuff doesn't stop you from putting out if you have a complete completed trailer. Like I said, it just that's the only thing that makes sense to me now. I guess it dawned on me now that that's it's got to be that it's got to be the mm-hmm. acquisition that they're working on. Um, and then this was uh, interesting because I don't know, don't really know how this works. This is my last article though. But uh, Nvidia got fined five point five million dollars for inadequate disclosures of sales to crypto miners oh i think this is for the graphics cards yeah in their revenue reports basically saying hey look Mm. these actually is aren't showing 
growth in some sort of gaming sector, yeah, just, but more yeah. in the crypto sector, which is, you know... Inadequate and, disclosures. They weren't saying how many were sold to crypto miners specifically. Yeah. NVIDIA's disclosure failures deprived investors of critical information to evaluate the company's business in a key market. Which makes sense, like like they weren't upfront with their investors and yeah. If you don't feel like crypto is going right. to you yeah. know keep going or whatever, maybe you don't want to invest you know more into. If you don't think that can sustain itself in for sales and graphics cards, maybe you you won't invest or pull your money out. So yeah, but it is one of those things where I suppose if you're a stockholder in Nvidia, like. Yes, look, the graphics cards are being sold, but I can see how they, it could affect the stock. Where eventually, it's, if if it gets to a point where the only way to get a graphics card is by being a crypto miner, then yeah, that like Nvidia is going to take a hit from the public. You know, their public image will go down. Um, which I don't know. I I I I'm I just hate crypto miners, man. It's just so bad for the environment. But hey, it is what it is. Also, like completely understand some people their grind. That you got to grind, man. You got to make your money somehow. Mm -hmm. So I completely understand that. But blockchain is not the way to go. Blockchain is so bad. It just chows the electricity. It just eats up electricity, man. Um, anyway, so I thought that was uh, interesting to bring up for the last article that they are getting sued for in uh, $5.5 million. Oh, they, they were fined, which means it's like they have to pay it as far as I know. You know, mm -hmm. if you get fined, that means that you already did the no-no. You've already been busted, you know? Mm, yeah. Usually fines, unfortunately, are equal to what what actually happened you know what i mean like it's always like mm. this company scammed x amount and made like you know an extra three billion and then whatever and then they pay like a 30 million dollar fine it's like that's not really equivalent to to what yeah what happened it's, it's usually something like that and the corporations go oh, okay we'll pay the you know the much lesser fine man so. you, know, you know what you know what's sad to think is that in a couple of years from now, we're probably going to have to be buying our graphics cards from crypto miners. You know, some some crypto miner, you know, is going to be like, yeah, I'm busy upgrading I'm my rig to a bunch of 4090s. Do you want my old 3080? You know, but no, actually, you know what? They're not because even old graphics cards they have uses for. They're not going to they're not going to not have use for a graphics card until it burns out. Uh, I don't I don't, uh, I don't think in the future we're, we're not going to even need credit uh, graphics cards, man. Everything's going to be on the cloud. Gonna be streaming it, yeah. Everything's going to be on the cloud. Yeah. It's going to be. So, like yeah. the graphics cards will be in a, a cloud farm somewhere mm. pumping out streams more servers as well that's the issue is servers in the future because here's like my internet in the like, internet i have right now mm -hmm. is vastly superior to the internet i had living in la mm -hmm. but because all the servers are so far away i can't even watch anime like it's weird like crunchyroll doesn't have i think crunchyroll only has servers in america mm -hmm. so streaming anime from crunchyroll lags like 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 it buffers like it's insane, but then it's like if I go to some illegal pirating site to watch anime, I can watch it in like like 4K quality and it streams like that just because they've got servers that are closer, you know. Mm -hmm. So I think like in the future, cloud gaming is the way and cloud streaming is the way. But in the future, we're gonna have, uh, I think, server issues and server wars, yeah. you know. If you want to make things, if you want to eliminate or reduce piracy, you've got to make things accessible. To exactly. everyone, everywhere. I mean, I, like I was going to say, I think the, the biggest issue with third world countries and piracy is that, for instance, like, I, well, I just found out Disney Plus is now available here. But for a long time, it wasn't. And the only way you were going to watch Disney Plus shows is by pirating it. That was the only way, you know? 
but yeah, now I can finally get myself a Disney Plus membership. Uh, just uh, I don't know when Star Wars is coming out, but I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, that's, that's all the news I got. Cool. Uh, so yeah, gotta finish up Elden Ring. Basically, at the last boss, I. I've been avoiding it. I don't know if you've been avoiding it for the same reason, but it's like I'm on the last two bosses because they're right next to each other. Yes. I don't think I want the game to end because I I can't think of a reason as to what's what's stopped. Like it's what it's going to be like another maybe hour or two hours mm-hmm. like and then I'm done with the game. And like there's new game plus mode, but there's like something about me that's like I've held on to this adventure for so long. And it's like maybe I'm just not ready to let, let it go. Maybe I'm not ready to finish that's, this game. That's- that's it's, part of it. You know, but the other part so for me weird. is I have a weird, like, I'm not one of those, I need 100% achievement. I'm a completionist when it comes to things that are important for me. So for me, yeah, I want to, you know, finish certain things. And, a lot of side quests and areas. Yeah, sure and so there were side bosses that I bosses, hadn't finished yeah. yet. And there was like two or three that I was really having trouble with even at, at this higher level. And so I, you know, I wanted to finish them before I tackled the end boss and I finally did. And so I'm ready to uh, finish the, cause before I had only played against the final boss like once. Um, so Elden beast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now I played a few more times uh, last night, uh, but I need to, yeah, actually sit down and actually, finish the game but i was i was fighting all these random side bosses that were for some reason particularly hard i guess because a lot of the side bosses you don't you can't use summons uh you can't use torrent like the knights for instance you can't yeah you exactly you're kind of it's very old school dark souls combat a lot of the side yeah i'm scared when i'm gonna play bloodborne and here's the thing i am good i'm looking forward to new game plus mode because like and i've put in i know i've put in more hours than you in this game but i haven't uh I'd say accomplished as much as you have in this game because I've like the first 20 or 30 hours of that game I've played over and over again. I've st- like, like it's funny cause now I, now I know. And I, this is the thing with any dark souls game. It doesn't matter what class you pick in the beginning. It, eventually late game, it doesn't matter which class you are. Cause you can respect, you can be, you can be whatever you want to be. It doesn't matter who you pick in the beginning, you know, but like getting into this game because of that initial difficulty, like hike that you're not used to, it like it, d- it does matter who you pick. So I tried every single starting class, and I put a, like, at least twenty hours in on I, every single starting. class. You know class. what I realized? The best starting class is um, what you call it. Why am I blanking on the name? No, no, no. It's that uh, oh, oh, oh. the wretch. The wretch. wretch. Because yeah, when you go respect, yeah. when you respect, you cannot go below your original mm-hmm. starting point. So right now, I have wasted points in faith in arcane that i don't use that you're not exactly yeah uh at all yeah, so no, the, the rich the rich is like super late game perfect like if you look at all yeah, the, like, i mean the it sucks are, like, in the beginning me. but it it yeah, benefits it. you a lot so that's probably what i should have started off as i actually did have a wretch that i turned into a mage because i was mm-hmm. like i want to see if i can and i could but then i ended up i don't know what it was but there's something about the prisoner that i love playing i hate the way he looks and it's funny because you ne- for like when you play the prisoner for like the first couple hours, you just you don't find a better helmet. 
So you're stuck with that ugly ass thing on your head because it's actually a really it's good a really armor. good helmet because I found it it's later a, yeah. in the game and I was like that's a better helmet than what I have and that was like yeah. and, and way you get to into start the game. that you get to start with that helmet if you choose prisoner you know and you get the the glint blade um fat phalanx or whatever it's called which I think is fantastic even for PvP mm -hmm. um, so I'm looking forward to playing New Game Plus and trying out like I said there's a lot of faith arcane stuff I never tried out me you know too what I mean um, so I'm looking forward to that but like. I don't know. There's, a, I, I guess I have a difficulty letting go of certain things. And it's like, I know once I finish this game, once I f beat the Elden Beast and I become the Elden Lord, I'm going to be so, I'm going to be satisfied. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like when I play New Game Plus mode, there's like a part, like, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be walking around New Game Plus being like, I'm the Elden Lord, bitch. I'm not afraid mm -hmm. of anything, you know? <laughs> Even though I know things are going to be more difficult. Like, new, like I think I saw someone play New Game Plus Seven the other day, Jeez. and they just did the they did that tutorial boss, and the tutorial yeah. boss had so much health, it was insane. Uh, yeah, I'm never going to get to that New Game Plus Seven. You know, mm. I'm going to New Game Plus once, and that's it. If I exactly, ever play yeah. Elden Ring again after New Game Plus, I probably yeah, would just start scratch. from scratch. Yeah. yeah. So. Same, same. I mean, I'm looking forward to any possible future DLCs. Usually with these games, like Dark Souls types games, I don't want DLC because I'm like, the game's the game. It's great. I'd rather they work on the next game. Because of the world of Elden Ring, I, yeah. I want It's different because it's an open world. So mm. DLC makes more sense as opposed to yeah. the other games that they have. So, uh, so yeah, I, I played uh, some Trek to Yo Yomi. I, I talked about that last week. Nice. Um, I haven't installed. I still haven't tried it out yet, unfortunately. It looks beautiful. It sounds beautiful. The gameplay is a bit repetitive. So, and you kind of because it's not an open world, you can't go somewhere else. You just kind of have to. If you get stuck in a certain point, you just kind of yeah. have to redo it. And also, the gameplay itself is not that responsive um, in terms mm -hmm. of like, yeah, like once you make a mis not a mistake, well, but like a, it, it's just, it is an indie game at the end of the day as yeah, well. Yeah. You know, it looks great though. It looks beautiful. Um, yeah, I I think I said it last week as well. I jumped back into uh, Sifu. I really mm -hmm. enjoyed that. Like, uh, made that game my bitch essentially after Elden Ring. Like, I don't know, Elden Ring like put such an aggressive stance in me where I'm like, I feel like I need to play games and I need to dominate these games. Like, I need to make these games. Like, I need to kick their ass, you know? So I went back to Sifu, and I crushed it. I killed it. And that's when I... I think I mentioned it. I saw... When I went back to play Sifu, I saw they added a difficulty scaling. Mm -hmm. So there is yeah, an yeah, easy, yeah. normal, and then hard mode. And I haven't tried the hard mode yet, but supposedly that is actually difficult. Like, some of the guys you can knock out in, like, one or two punches now take way more... You know, like, they have more health bar, for instance. Yeah. But yeah, si Sifu's still a great game. If you haven't tried it out, I do recommend I, it. Yeah, I it's, think it's I might... Fun. I think I might jump to Guardians of the Galaxy next. Mm. Well, the thing like, I will say about Guardians of the Galaxy is very, ca very casual. Like I said, I I, I think that the game might need that. I might might need that after average. Elden Ring. But yeah, casual is nice. You know, like that's that's why I think Family Guy is great. Sometimes you don't want to think. You just want to sit down and watch something, and you don't want to think. And for me, Guardians of the Galaxy was that game where I was like, I want to play a game, but I don't want to think. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. And yeah, I liked it. Cool. Uh, all right, I think that's it for us in this episode thanks everyone who's watching or listening uh make sure to subscribe to this youtube channel youtube.com slash revog you can follow me on twitter at think here or instagram dennis.tzng also subscribe to our you or not youtube channel but our podcast and you can find that on spotify or anchor.fm josh where can people find you you guys can find me on it's uh it's thespis at twitch 
Uh, I haven't streamed in a while, but if you if I get some more followers, I definitely will. Uh, so you guys can follow me on Twitch. I'm also in the Revog Discord channel if you guys ever want to talk. And uh, let me know in the comments section how you guys feel um, about me possibly doing some streams in the Discord channel. If you guys uh, if you guys are ever on Discord and you guys want to watch me play some games, I'm more than happy to stream in the channel itself. Yeah, sounds good. And let us know what uh, games you guys are playing uh, right now. And and also, what do you think about this whole Starfield delay? How how big of an impact is this for Xbox and Game Pass? I feel like it's 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 not good and it hurts them short term, but I think long term they'll be okay. I think. Yeah. Well, like it's not like Game Pass is suffering. Like they're they're killing it. You know, I don't think they're too worried. I don't think Phil Spencer is too worried either. You know, you might have some temporary stoppages in subscriptions, and then they probably will resubscribe next year. Exactly. That's yeah. that's what might happen. So, we'll see. Uh, all right. Until next time, we'll see you guys later. Later.